Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Speaking to Empower. I'm here to bring you another podcast episode from Marketing Motivations. And we're hoping you walk out of here, folks, motivated. I don't know where you're going to be walking, but we're just hoping that you're going to be motivated in the right direction. That's for sure. All right, our friend Earl Nightingale, he said that success is the progressive realization of a worthy goal or ideal. And I've heard that constantly throughout my training for Bob Proctor coaching. And it's a progressive idea. So in other words, it's moving toward the realization of a worthy goal or ideal. Not too shabby. Now, I also need to clarify this with all of you, that God grades on the cross, not on the curve, just so you're clear. And uh, Chris Stefanik uh, was talking about gratitude, part two. And that was his uh, company. What is that company's name? of his uh, RLC, Relive Light in Christ, I don't know, I forget, I, I, I forget what the name of that is, his company, but that doesn't matter, I get all worked up, it doesn't really matter, anyhow, gratitude part two is, let your trials trigger your gratitude, Allow the unfortunate stuff that you go through day to day or that you're presently going through, allow that to feed into your gratitude. And that will give you uh, lots of insight. And then finally, he says, be intentional about your thank yous. In other words, when you're at the supermarket and the cashier or clerk checks you out, grab a hold of her or him, give them a big kiss, and tell them that you love them. (laughs) That may get you arrested, I think. That could be close to that. But the point being is be genuine about your thank yous. Use a first name. A lot of people are wearing a name tag. Even people that don't work anywhere, they just have a name tag on. <laughs> you know? So use the first name if, if you're able to. And, and be kind, courteous, and thankful. Uh, how much more fulfilling is finishing a race when you had to overcome an obstacle, had to overcome obstacle after obstacle. Um, you know, mile six, you're ready to just walk, cash it in. But the self-talk gets the better of you, and you continue. You know, it's it's like a golf game. You can always go back and say, "Oh, geez, 
if I had only made that putt, this putt, and that putt. But you know what? You probably made a lot of other shots that you wouldn't normally have made. Same thing with with an endurance. Um, you know, whether it be a marathon, half marathon, uh, you know, 10K, whatever, whatever it is. The point is, it's much more fulfilling when you overcome the obstacles. And are we formed in the image and likeness of God? Or is it God that we try to form in our own image and likeness? Unfortunately, it's the latter for me at times. You know, um, I try to mold God to be the image and likeness that I can cater to. You know, as long as he does what I say. You know, and that's, that's just not the case. And, oh, Real Life Catholic. That was what the website was. Talked about the war on silence on Sunday. Chris Stefanik did. And he said, you need silence to have worthy thoughts. You know, St. Augustine said, entering into silence is... Entering into joy. And everything is scary if you look at it. So don't look at it. And just go live it. That's the thing. We can make excuses for everything. You know, there's a fear in everything. So just go at it. And Matthew Kelly says, it is important to realize that you cannot journey to a new place and at the same time stay where you are. But a lot of us make that correlation. I'm going to stay right here, but I'm going to go to a new place physically. And that's just not going to work. Bob Proctor says, uh, it's called disease because we are not at ease. We must be more relaxed in life and will achieve plenty. And Father Larry, from the fullness of the heart, the mouth speaks. You know, we can tell a lot about a tree from the fruit in which it produces. And the same can be said about us in what we produce. And Bob Proctor again, you only have to learn a little bit in order to receive so much. Well, that's reassuring. You only have to learn a little bit in order to receive so much. And Napoleon Hill, riches begin in the form of thought. Both poverty and riches are the offspring of thought. 
you know, and you can think your way into or out of poverty. That's just, it's just the way it goes. How about giving myself more? I was praying the other night, wanted, you know, something to go for there, and it was giving of myself more. Well, now I got to be generous. I shouldn't have asked for anything, <laughs> uh, but that's good, to be more generous. Generous on the road, driving, generous to my barber, generous to my wife specifically my wife happy wife a happy Paulie G that's for sure um, God promises a safe landing not an easy passage please know that there may be some turbulence there may be some unsettledness but he promises a safe landing even though it might be an emergency landing but he promises a safe landing, not an easy passage. That's all. Um, our environment, the world in which we live and work, is a mirror of our attitudes and expectations. And it's true. If we want more, we have to become more, as Jim Rohn would say. That's our environment. It's a mirror, basically, of our attitudes and expectations. And there were 10 rules that I listened to yesterday by a Navy SEAL. And it was start the day with a completed task. For him, it was, you know, making his bed as a, as a military man. And the second was find someone to help you through life. Also known as a, a mentor. You know, but that mentor, you know, you could have five or six mentors in your life. Even more than that. Um, it's like having a coach. So, you know, get as much help as you can. And the third is respect everyone. Sounds easy. It's very simple, but not easy. But show respect to everyone, especially those that really tick you off. That's hard to do, but you'll be better for it. And the fourth one is live, life is not always fair. Move forward. Sure, you know, you just have to suck it up sometimes and don't focus on it. Just move forward. The fifth, don't be afraid to fail often. The reason being is you can fail your way to success. Which leads into number six. Take risks. I'm not talking about alcohol and drug risks or base jumping from high buildings. But, you know, small, large Risks, whether, whether or not they're calculated or not, that will get you toward the next step in the 
process. And the seventh is step up when times are toughest. When things get tough, the tough get going, right? Meaning they don't take off. They get going to the action. So step it up. And number eight was face down the bullies. Put an end to um, bullying. You know, a lot of adults do it, more so than kids. Number nine is lift up the downtrodden. Whoever that may be. Whether it's the sick, the homeless, the hungry, the thirsty, the uh, poverty-stricken, help them in some particular way. You know, it doesn't have to be crazy, but help them in any way you can. And number 10, never, ever give up. Unless, of course, you're going to do something that's even more spectacular. Then, then that makes sense, I guess. So you're really not giving up in that regard. But don't give up or give in. And Darren Hardy's um, Ask Me Anything question today was, Stop being a weirdo. There's a better way. You just need to know where to look. In other words, cold calling. You don't need to do that. There's no trust with cold calling. At least there's no trust on the other end. Have a friend refer you. Find out who the Mr. Big trusts and enter from there. Uh, become the one everyone is doing business with. You know, compelling marketing. That's a great way to do that. Um, you know, a, a lot of ways of marketing nowadays can bring and attract your prospects to yourself. And there is a better way. But you need to take it to the next level. And, and that's from a marketing standpoint. And silence part two in the real life Catholic. First is stop, breathe, and think. Simple enough. The second is limit screen time and work with an accountability partner. Someone that can check in with you to say, hey, did you pray today? And the third is take walks. Walks are invigorating, especially if you let your mind unwind and focus on nature. You'll be surprised how, how good it will do for you. And the insight of the day today you can't knock on opportunity's door and not be ready. You know, I'm ready to knock sometimes, but I'm not ready. I need to get ready. And in the silence, God speaks. Actually, in the silence, we can concentrate on the love of God and listen. Because when it's too noisy, we can't hear God speaking. However it may be. You know, it's not always listening. It's always a, maybe a thought that comes into our mind. Um, good things come to those who believe. 
better things come to those that are patient, and the best things come to those who don't give up. And finally, count your blessings each night and end your day with thanks or gratitude. Faster than any state of mind, gratitude can transform stress into success. It provides a mental rocket ship ride to the next inspiring experience in your life. I thought that was pretty neat. Um, You know, especially good things come to those who believe and not so much wait. So that is Monday's podcast in the books. Last day of February, first day of March tomorrow. Plan on checking in with you then, Lord willing. In the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.